Welcome to the Wildcard Weekend episode of the Doug and D-Gen podcast. I'm Doug. And, uh, well, I'm a TCU degenerate. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Except hopefully, hopefully you have better luck than that. We'll, we'll just say that. Um, uh, the la- yeah, the last week of the season, uh, I, uh, I didn't feel as if it was comfortable to uh, to do picks, uh, you know, yeah. with uh, DeMar Hamlin being in the state that he was. But it was a good last week. Uh, Houston, while well, Lovey Smith screwed over Houston's draft position, the Bears were the worst team. The Lions screwed over the Packers. And Atlanta won a meaningless game against uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, it was, it, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't worth not – it, like obviously we didn't really feel comfortable making picks so that certainly didn't happen um but the the games itself were were pretty pretty good um the bills returning two kicks that you can't really put that any better the the first minutes of that game the lions even though we didn't make the playoffs ending on a good note so that that certainly makes me happy and uh yeah, so the the Packers are uh, not going to the playoffs, so I guess that that's a win, right? As a Lions fan, as a, as somebody who doesn't like Aaron Rodgers either. Oh, absolutely! I I can't stand that man, and I'm just I'm I'm glad I'm glad things happened the way it did. And even though the game was meaningless because we knew the outcome of the Seattle and uh, Rams game. Before before the Lions started, I, I loved the fact that they just continued to play, um, and actually, you know, fought in that game because technically they did drop three draft positions for their yes. pick. They dropped three draft positions to get that win. But I feel like the win is more important for the the team and for next year just to build on. And obviously, keeping Green Bay out of the playoffs, you know, it it, it all works out. And uh, I'm just happy. Uh, you know what? It was it was a good year. Right. Yeah. Our future bets weren't very good. Although no. you you got you had more future bet winners. Uh, no, you're gonna have more future bet winners than I do because we both have the Bills to win the AFC and the Super Bowl, and you have Josh Allen for MVP. Although I don't think that's gonna happen the way that Mahomes has been playing. I agree. I mean, he's in the running. I'll, I'll say that. In the running, it was still good value at the time, but I, I think I think it's Mahomes to to lose. I think I think it's all his. Okay, so we didn't have any picks last week, and based off the records, Doug was way ahead of me in the straight up picks and the best bets. So we're starting fresh. We're gonna we're gonna we're, the records are zero and zero in the in the playoffs, and uh, we'll recap the futures bets. So. Go through years first. So Philly to win the NFC East, you got Tampa Bay to win the NFC South, you got Green Bay to win the NFC North, you did not. The Rams to win the NFC West, lost. Buffalo to win the AFC East, you got. Oh, they're <laughs> looking back on this one. Indy to win the AFC South. Yikes. Yeah. Baltimore to win the AFC North. Not good. Chargers right. to win the a- AFC West. Uh, loss and NFC champ the Rams uh, no good no 
no. The the, the Rams, I with without Stafford, that that really really hurt them. And you know what? I gave the Rams way more credit than they probably deserved, and I'm I'm kind of happy with it because it worked out for me as a Lions fan because we got the sixth pick in the draft. So I'm happy with that, but pick wise, not so good. Uh, Josh Allen most passing yards in the season didn't happen. Cooper Cup uh, would have happened if he didn't get injured, and same with Jonathan Taylor most rushing yards. I had the same thing with rushing yards for Jonathan Taylor passing yards. I had Brady. MVP is definitely not going to Brady. Uh, I did have Justin Jefferson most receiving yards, which was good. Atlanta under four and a half wins. Well, <laughs> somehow they keep they kept winning. And my NFC champ, Green Bay, well, no chance now. No. Okay. No. Well, let's, go on, let's get on to the week. Uh, we'll go first game, 435 Saturday. Uh, lines as of Wednesday afternoon is when we're taping it. It's currently 9.5 for San Francisco. The look ahead was minus 10 for San Fran and 43.5. Tickets and money are favored to San Fran at 76 for tickets, seven, uh, 68% of the money is on San Fran, and we got 66 and 65% of tickets and money on the under. Um, this looks like a lot of points for an in-division game. Absolutely. That's You're kind of hinting here towards my best bet with this. Um, and I, I, I also just want to point out, and I've said this probably every single week, Geno Smith is probably the most underrated quarterback in the league right now. Um, looking at what he's done this year and the stats that he's put up, it's it's impressive with with the with the Seattle offense that they've had and their defense. Like Quandre Diggs, you know, he's been really really good. Uh, honestly, probably one of the more underrated safeties in the league. Um, Seattle's been impressive. They they certainly. I didn't see this coming for them. I didn't think they would have the season they are. And uh, I don't think they win this game. But I have them covering this game. I have them covering just because that number is so big. And I'm not really sold on Brock Purdy. But San Francisco does have way more talent. I think uh, San Fran wins Seattle cover. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm, so I'm taking spreads and totals for every single game. I'm going to go San Francisco to win. Seattle to cover. None of these games have crossed the total over in their two matchups. San Fran won the first game at home 27-7. And then they beat Seattle at home 21-13. So I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take Seattle plus nine and a half. Um, it's it's going to be an interesting to see how much Brock Purdy uh, or Shanahan prepares Brock Purdy for this game. I mean, I do you are you really going to trust a, a freshman quarterback to lead them to the Super Bowl? That's what's going to have to happen. But, I mean, uh, look at his numbers. Look at his numbers. I mean, thirteen touchdowns, four picks, almost thirteen hundred yards. He's done his job. He's done the best he could do. I just it is a different game. The playoffs are a lot different. But That's I think, exactly it. I think he, he couldn't have been better, honestly, in the regular season. 
Yeah, I, I agree, but this is the playoffs. It's a little bit different atmosphere. You're The thing is, though, you're not buried into, you know, the four, four o'clock slate where there's other games on. You're it's the standalone game. You're on national television. So is he going to get jitters? But I guess the one thing that does help him is at home. We'll see. If San Francisco wins this game, they will host next week. That's correct, right? I believe so. Yeah, two seed, yeah. Two seed, yeah. Yes, they will. So they'll host. So if Purdy looks good this week, this will be the game that he has to get all the butterflies out of his stomach. Absolutely. And I I agree with you, though, that this spread's too big. So I'm going to take the plus nine and a half with Seattle. And... uh, and then we'll see we'll see how many points. I don't think that this game is going to go over the total, though. It, it just just the way that these two teams have played against each other this year, it's been low scoring. When San Francisco got up in the first game, they took the foot off the pedal, and it was a close game a few weeks back in Seattle. So I don't see this game going over the total. I, I can see Seattle losing by te- by seven. Sorry, by losing by a touchdown, no more, no less, um, six or seven. Um, I'm going to say something similar to like 24 to 18, 24, 17, something like that. Um, that's, that's just what I'm thinking is going to happen here. Should be a close game. Should be a good game. And I think there'll be very few turnovers just because the way Gio Smith has been in and Brock Purdy. Yeah, I... My my thing, though, is if Seattle's going to win this game, two things have to happen. Their defense has to make... They have to keep San Fran's offense off the field, and they have to keep their San Fran's defense on the field. They got to go for long plays. Kenneth Walker has to be the main vocal point. Uh, it was good to see Lockett back last week, but the problem is though is you know uh, Seattle has a tendency to keep games too close and down to the wire. So against a team like the Niners, you do not do that. That's that's my Absolutely. one worry. Absolutely. And I mean, the, the Niners are the best team in this league uh, against the rushing and they are the best team against total yards. They, they allow the fewest yards. So and and the fewest points. So they do have the best defense in, in many, many respects here. So I think that could be a huge factor. I, I think, like I said, I think there's going to be few few turnovers, but I think it could be a defensive struggle for both teams. I agree. I don't even know what network this game's on, to be honest with you. Um, let me see here. It should be on. Does it say? It doesn't say. It doesn't say. I, I I assume it's on NBC or something like that. Usually the Saturday games are a little weird. Um, but it it doesn't actually tell me what it's on. You know what? I'm gonna look that up. I'm kind of curious now, just so we can give the listeners a little insight onto what network this is on because I don't even know. Yeah. Let's pull this up here. NFL schedule. Wild Kurt weekend. Okay, so this game's on Fox. On Fox? Okay. Oh so perfect. I, I don't know who, which commentator crew is gonna get it. We'll 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 I won't we will we probably won't know till the end of the week. Uh maybe tomorrow. Yeah, not not a big deal. It's it you know uh, who it is. But it's good to know it's on Fox. Um, should be a good game. I'm excited about it. Okay, next game. We have the Chargers traveling to Jacksonville. Chargers two-point favorites, 47.5 being the total. 
The look headline was Chargers minus two and a half and 47. 66% of the tickets, 77% of the money is on the Chargers. 70% of the tickets, 94% of the money is on the over. Um, we're, well, I know for sure we're on opposite ends for this game. Absolutely. No, we, we certainly are. Um, <laughs> we, we certainly are. I'll, I'll, we'll say that. Um, do you want to go first? Absolutely. It's Jacksonville. This is this is the Jacksonville Super Bowl for them. Uh, not necessarily Super Bowl, but this is the game after the Super Bowl. So they they I don't think they're going to have a letdown. Uh, even though Derrick Henry ran on them uh, very uh, a lot last last week in their final regular season game. Chargers are are out Mike Williams and possibly Joey Bosa. So. I, I I don't have the faith that the Chargers are going to travel cross country and go in there and absolutely slaughter Jacksonville. I think I think Jacksonville's special teams will win it for them. Uh, Agnew was fantastic last week against Tennessee. Um, I like what they're doing. They've got ATN. Uh, they've got they they threw to Christian Kirk last week. He did not drop the ball. They got Marvin Jones Jr. Uh, they're getting the tight end involved too in Evan Ingram. You can take out the game they played this year where it was 47 to 10 for, for Jacksonville. The Chargers were missing a few players. I think Herbert was out for that game. So, um, yeah, it's it's Duval County all the way in this game. I'm going to take Jacksonville plus two. See, I'm, I'm on opposite ends of this. I, I have the Chargers all the way. The Chargers, to me, have been one of the more impressive teams all year. Just because they have been hurt by injury and hit by injury all year, it seems. It seems every game there's someone out, whether it's, um, I think Derwin James had a few games out. Herbert's had a few games out. Keenan Allen's been out. Mike Williams has been out. Eckler's been out. All of their weapons and all of their playmakers have been out. Bosa's been out. But they still have a 10-7 record. They have 10-7 record, and they've they've had so many injuries. Um, and I think I don't think they get past this game. I think this game uh, after this game, I think they're they'll be out. I don't think they'll they'll get past this game. Like um, get past this weekend. I think that's that's it for their their season. But I do think they win this game. Um, I will say, great job for Jacksonville because I was certainly laughing at their spending uh, in, the, in our very first episode this year. Because they had the most money to spend, and they certainly did. And I thought it was kind of a waste. But it certainly wasn't. I mean, obviously, getting bringing in Kirk, spending money on Agnew, um, bringing him over from the Lions uh, for, for special teams specifically, he, he's been a great pickup for them. And uh, Trevor Lawrence has had a great year. Um, I think this is something for Jacksonville to build off of. but. I just don't see it happening in this game. And their wide receiving core gets better next year with Calvin Ridley coming off the suspension list. Absolutely. As long as he isn't terrible. Well, I I, I think, you know what, I I trust Doug Peterson's coaching, and that's another thing I didn't mention. Um, Brandon Staley takes too many chances. He's he's a very uh, analytics-driven coach, and I think Doug Peterson will just exploit that out of him. He went... For so many times last week on fourth down, when they when they knew that they were already locked into the five seed and didn't have to play Cincinnati, 
uh, it doesn't make sense for them to do to run so many fourth down situations. So I, I trust Doug Peterson. He's he's brought a team uh, like the Eagles, where they had to use their backup quarterback. He's got a starting quarterback, much younger. So I think he's going to bring the experience to the team, um, and and I think winning this game is is the first step. Not too many people talk about uh, their defense, and uh, the other Josh Allen is on this team, and he looked really, really good last week against uh, against Tennessee. A lot of people are saying they got lucky. I don't think so. I, I know Dobbs played really well last week, but I, I and 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 like I said, Jacksonville's second uh, week at home. The Chargers have to do had to travel to Denver. Now they got to travel to Jacksonville. So. For those reasons, uh, Jacksonville plus two, and I'm also going to bet the over. I think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. Uh, Jacksonville's going to need to score points because we know the Chargers can. But the, the two injuries, the coaching, and the travel for the Chargers are the reason why I'm taking Jacksonville. The the one thing I'll say is I don't think Jacksonville got lucky um, just because Josh Dobbs is really like a third-string quarterback at best. Jacksonville just did their job. I think... This game, I, I don't see them winning, um, but I do think this is something for them to build on, and I do see them winning the division for years to come. I, I think this is their division, uh, especially bringing in Ridley and, and getting better. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, another year to develop. Etienne, another year to to develop and get better. He did have a 1,000 yards this year, but I think next year he's just going to take another step. They They have pieces in play and i think uh it's it's their division uh they're gonna be perennial playoff a perennial playoff team so they'll have plenty more chances but i just don't think it happens this game if there's no significant uh improvements to tennessee's wide receiving core i i i think that they win the division next year based on how let's see how the draft goes and don't forget jacksonville's picked at the top of the draft for since they made that afc championship run for you know many many years so they're going to be at the middle of the draft and they're positioned well so they're going to get depth this year's absolutely no they they they, they're on the right track and i think they i think they will win the division i'll say that they they will win the division next year okay second division game of the weekend uh sunday on cbs miami at buffalo buffalo 13 point favorites 43 and a half uh the look headline was Buffalo minus 11 and 45. Uh, I'm going to give a little bit of splits on this one. So 77% of the tickets, 88% of the money is on Buffalo. Now, 82% of the tickets, 88% of the money is on the over. But yet this number has gone down from 45 to 43 and a half. So the public's betting the over because they think, well, no Tua, no Teddy, that the game's going to go over. But the, the Sharps are taking the public side or fading the public and betting the under, which is what I'm going to do too. Um, but I think this is Buffalo all the way. Uh, you know, we're, we're both getting the right side of the, of the key number of 14. And with, with Mike McDonald saying that uh, Tua or Teddy's not going to play this week. Uh, I don't trust Skylar Thompson going into the, uh, the, Bills Mafia on Sunday afternoon and pulling out a win against Buffalo. Yeah. Now this game, this game is the most intriguing matchup, or at least it was the most intriguing matchup to me 
just because Miami has played Buffalo so well this year. And without Tua or or Teddy, I, I think that really does hurt them. I think Buffalo wins. I, I have Buffalo covering. And I do think there's going to be points. Um, I would lean towards the over, personally. But I'm thinking this is going to be more of like a 35 to... 17 game or something to that effect where the over does hit but it's not going to be way over but I think the over will hit I think Buffalo is going to have no problem with uh with Miami and uh the only thing I think that really helps Miami out is their off is their their receivers I uh, still got to watch out for Tyreek Hill if they if they get the ball in his hands um and Jalen Waddle. Yeah, interesting to note that that the games this this year finished uh, plus three for Buffalo and plus two for Buffalo. So exactly, I I think the difference is the quarterback. God, the difference I hate is the quarterback. You know, and I know, and that's the thing. God, you know, I don't take big favorites very often, but it, this is the Demar Hamlin factor, and I and you know what, but the way that Buffalo went out last week and they scored a touchdown on the you know on the opening kick. Uh I'm gonna still say with Buffalo, it's 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 pretty rare that I take a minus thirteen favorite, but I may take Miami plus thirteen. If it, it, actually, if this thing climbs to plus fourteen, I may take it as a separate bet and trying to make a middle in this game. But, if it's uh, thirteen, I'm keeping it as is. If it does rise anymore by the time the game starts, I'm not. But if it stays as it is for fun, um, I think Miami Miami loses and Buffalo covers. Yeah, I. Like I said, for me, I might take a middle middle action bet, bet, take the 13 now, and then maybe play Miami if it gets above 14 or even at 14. That way I can middle the game, and I just have to – I'll win either way. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I just don't see a lot of points in this game, especially with the reverse line movement on the total. Something's up. Some, something's up, and it doesn't smell right. No. No, I I, I I totally understand that. All right, next game we have Minnesota and the Giants. This game is on Fox at four thirty on Sunday. Minnesota minus three forty eight. The total. The look headline was Minnesota minus three and forty seven and a half. Fifty six percent of the tickets, sixty five percent of the money is on the G men. And 71% of the tickets are on the over, but 77% of the money is on the under. Interesting. Interesting. It, it really is. Um, my concern with the Giants, and I, I think Daniel Jones had a great year. I'm not knocking him in any way. But their receiving core is just so bad for the Giants. It really worries me. And I feel like Kirk Cousins is just going to go off. And I think Delvin Cook and Saquon are about the same. So I think the running games will be very similar. But I, I think Justin Jefferson and and the Minnesota receivers are the difference in this game. And that's what gives them the edge. And I think that's why that's why Minnesota wins. The Giants are getting a couple of key pieces back on defense. 
um, defensive back. So Dory Jackson's questionable, but he's looking more um, more likely to play. And they're getting somebody else back on the defense. I'm trying to I'm trying to go through their roster quickly here to see who it is. Who's oh Xavier McKinney, the safety's back, which I absolutely love. This guy, he's one of the best safeties in the game, and I think he is going to get. Um, he's going to stop Jefferson. Uh, uh, they have Thielen, they have Osborne, they have Hawkinson, they have Cook, but. <laughs> This might be the curse of, of the pumpkin that is Kirk Cousins when he plays on a national television game. So I think the Giants defense getting a couple of key pieces back. Uh, Minnesota secondary is really old, very vulnerable at all times. And look, and, and look, Minnesota's, you know, they've they've they have a negative point differential and somehow they're the number three seed. Now they are eight and one at home. So that that eight and one at home is is also something that I, I think is obviously in Minnesota's favor. Um, the Giants are four and four on the road. Okay. So I, I I just I think that those are why I'm picking Minnesota to win. I don't think they get past the next game, wh- whoever they may play. But I think this game is uh, is a cakewalk for them, and I think they will win by at least a touchdown. Interesting. I'm actually just going to pull up here Minnesota's ATS record. And they're 7-9-1 against the spread this year. That's not great. Not great. But honestly, I uh, actually, it's interesting. Both quarterbacks have the exact same passer rating. Minnesota's 4-5 and five at home. And the Giants are 6-1 and one as a road as of, uh, on the road. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm still going to take the Giants to win and cover. Uh, game goes under the total. Uh, I, I, can't, I can't bet Kirk Cousins in a primetime game, standalone game. You know, he's not, he's not buried at 1 o'clock during the— Didn't during, he win uh, one this year? Yeah, but this is different, though. He did win one during this year, but this is different. This is, um, this is the playoffs, so— and for what it's worth, they did beat. They did play the Giants this week, this year at home, and it was a three-point win. Exactly, exactly. I think the Giants did cover that game too. I'm just gonna pull this up. Uh, Giants were four and a half point dogs. That's correct. That's correct. I I think they 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 cover. I, I'm sticking with it. They they get the cover. Um, yeah. That's that's what we're going with. Okay, Sunday night football. We've got the Ravens and Bengals. Bengals currently minus eight and a half and forty and a half being the total. The look headline was Bengals minus six and forty-four. Sixty-four percent of the tickets, ninety-three percent of the money is on the under. Seventy-nine percent of the tickets, ninety-one percent of the money is on the Bengals. <sighs> What are can we they doing flex this, this game? No, can they, they flex can't. it out? No, you can't <laughs> flex out. You can't flex out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I without Lamar Jackson, this game's kind of a disaster, in my opinion. Uh, I, it doesn't really intrigue me with that without Lamar Jackson. Um, 
I guess I guess my only question is, does Kansas City or not? So not Kansas City. Does Cincinnati cover this number? That's that's the only thing that that I'm I'm questioning. And, and I think they do. I don't know. I mean, this game was nine points last week. These teams have just seen each other. The, the total doesn't. I don't think the total goes over forty and a half. There is no way you're going you, to bet. You're going to get me to bet the total in this game. Can you add this to my best bets? I did not. I did not put this down because I was waiting on Lamar Jackson. The mm-hmm. fact that he's out, I'm going to take Cincinnati for whatever, whatever the number falls at. I will take him. Uh, eight, eight, eight looks good to me. Um, I, I think Cincinnati covers this for fun. Uh, but I do have the over. I will say that. I think the offensively, Baltimore does enough to get that done. But I think Cincinnati rolls over them. The thing is, though, Baltimore didn't let that game run away from them last week. Uh, especially in the second half. They held Cincinnati to three points and no points in the fourth quarter. So I, I, I can't see Still this Still an 11-point loss. Oh, sorry. It was 11 points. I said nine. My mistake. Yeah. Still an 11 point loss. That's still quite a bit. I mean, the game barely scraped over the total. I think at kickoff, it was, what was it at kickoff? 39 and a half. And then even in the first game, it was 1917. I'm sure the total was pretty low. I I think this game, I think it'll be, I'm going to say like 28, 20. That's, that's what I would. 28 20 28 17 something like that where it's convincingly um Cincinnati and the over does hit does it would it would it would it be over or would it be a hot take to say this is the battle of the kickers they've got the two the, the battle of the best kickers in the NFL Tucker and McPherson oh for sure for sure where this where this could end up being a uh, you know a, a typical AFC North game where it's 19 17 2017 either way because when you have the two best kickers, and I haven't seen the weather reports yet, I'm not going to get into that. But uh, I, this is just a typical NFC North matchup: Cincinnati 12 and four against the spread, Baltimore seven and nine against the spread. Field position will certainly matter, but I think the Bengals do have a lot more weapons. It's just like Minnesota and the Giants. I feel like Baltimore just doesn't necessarily have the receivers. And obviously without Omar Jackson, that's a huge loss. That the Bengals just have way more weapons and way more talent on offense. And Burrow's incredible. He's put up amazing numbers this year. I just don't think Baltimore can hold them down. They do have a good defense. Both teams have decent defenses. But I think if Baltimore's special teams isn't perfect where Justin Tucker is, has the field position every time to knock field, knock down field goals, I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I know. I, I understand. But this is, an, this is just me going off a gut feeling with the AFC North. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I, know, I know Burrow will get his yards, but I, I think Harbaugh, with seeing a week's worth of film in a game where they've already clinched uh, a playoff spot, uh, the week before, he's going to give Harbaugh more uh, more leverage on the Cincinnati defense, so he can kind of scheme better. And you know, Harbaugh's always been a defensive guy. Uh, 
they they I sure as hell hope they don't go for it on fourth down because uh, he has a bad track record. Yeah, no, it's, met. and it's it's basically the exact same thing as we had this week. Same stadium, same scenarios. It's just I I just don't think the outcome is going to be any different. I think Cincinnati wins, covers. I I do think the over is going to hit, um, and I have that. Um, it should be a good game, but it would be a hell of a lot better if uh, Lamar Jackson was playing. Yeah, I do. It'd be a lot better. I agree. He, he is a, he is a difference maker, and uh, I just don't think it'll be the same without him. I just I was just looking up the website I use for for uh, tracking stats for ATS record. Did you know that there's only two teams that have a perfect ATS record in division in the entire no. NFL? No. Uh, um, both in the <laughs> NFC. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you. I'll give you three guesses to try to guess both. I would say Dallas. Nope. Uh, Atlanta. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly, I have no idea. Lions and 49ers. Oh wow. Interesting. I guess the I Lions think. don't really shock me because we were six and one in our. our Sorry, five and one in our division, and we we did play really good against the spread, but all right, on to the last game of the week. Dallas at Tampa. Dallas two and a half point favorites. Excuse me, forty five and a half being the total. The look ahead line was Dallas minus three forty four and a half. Fifty nine percent of the ticket, sixty two percent of the money is on Tampa. Sixty uh, percent of the tickets are on the under. Fifty-nine percent tickets are on the over. Uh, let's go back to week one. Uh, Tampa beat them nineteen to three. This is uh, the game where Dak got injured, correct? I believe so. Yeah. Um, since then, Tampa hasn't looked very good. Uh, they lost to Atlanta last week uh, in a meaning in a meaningless game. They they pretty much scraped their way to win the division. Dallas. You know, they, they fought hard all year. Their defense is way better now than it was, you know, week one of the season. I I just wonder, though, is this going to be a, a a game where where Tampa Bay rises to the occasion where we still think that Brady's a, a dead duck walking into the stadium against this Dallas defense? I I think this game. So I, I have this game going over. I think there is going to be points. Um, and I have Dallas to cover, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than expected. I think Dallas will barely cover this game. I think they'll win by like four or so. Um, I'm thinking like 31-27, something like that. I think Brady will hold his own, but ultimately I just don't think Tampa has enough. I don't like this game particularly. This is the one game of the week where I absolutely hate it. Um, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Dallas just because their defense is better. They've had a bigger, better regular season. They've got uh, they've got CD Lamb, and this is, and the weather's not gonna be a factor in this game. Well, um, Dallas also, I mean, they had a 12 and five record, and their division was really really good. I mean, obviously Philly being the top team, Giants getting in as well. So, you know, I, I do think. I do think that uh, that helps. The only thing against Dallas is their road record's not really good. They're only four and four on the road. They're eight and one at home. 
that's a big difference. And that's the only thing that kind of worries me, why I think it'll be a little bit closer than expected. Well, let's just say Tampa's ATS record at home is 1-6-1. Uh, enough said there. Dallas is 4-4 four four as, as on the road. I just... Well, that's it. I, 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 think, I think Dallas wins. I think they cover. But I just think they barely cover. I don't think they blow Tampa out. I'm going to say, like, like I said, by winning by 4, 5, maybe 6. But either way, they'll kind of sweat it out. It's not going to be winning by 20 or... Because Dallas you know, is way more talented than that. Uh, right, they are way more this, talented. And this is where I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree that Dallas shuts down the, the Tampa offense because they've looked suspect all year. So this is why I'm going under as well. Or I'm going under on this game. You have the over. I, I, I can't see any of these any of these guys just absolutely throwing the ball. I think this might be a, a game where they try to throw in the first half and realize that they're the defenses are just going to shut them down and and run the ball in the second half and Dallas wins by field goal at the end. So Brady just doesn't turn the ball over. That's that's where I'm that's where I'm thinking the over is going to happen. Brady's done a really good job protecting the the ball and not turning the ball over. And that's that's where I think that will help Tampa. I think they will get yards, but because they they are drastically better at at passing yards than Tampa, uh, sorry than uh, than Dallas is, and Dallas, you know, they both give up about the same amount. Honestly, it's like three yards different between on defense on the defensive side. And most of Tampa's games have gone under the total this year. So I, uh, I like I said, I just don't trust Tampa's yeah. offense to to do very much. And and you know, the first week wasn't really. Much of one because Dak got injured early in that game. So that game was I'm, kind of a mess. And I, if I can remember, I think it was rainy. No, this game was in Dallas. It was the first Sunday night game of the week. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was in Tampa. I thought it was. Was in Tampa. it? Let me see. Let me let me double check to make sure that I'm right here. I thought it was in Tampa, but I could be wrong here. No, this game was in Dallas. Okay. Okay. I thought I thought it was in Tampa. I'm perhaps thinking of another game. Uh, I no. I think I'm. I think I'm thinking of the the Tampa and Packers game. Uh, week three, probably yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking because it was fourteen to twelve, really low scoring, and I think that's what I'm thinking. That's fair. That's fair. E- either way, um, yeah. I, I I just I think I think there's gonna be points all weekend. All right. So you're going with nine best bets. Yeah, nine best you're not, bets. You're not, not going to add a tenth in there. No, no. We'll, okay, we'll keep nine. I just looking at it. I can't really. Uh, we'll, we'll do more next week. Maybe, maybe I'll even go into go into some props to to even things out. But as of right now, we're we're just sticking with nine. Well, I'm going to change one of my best bets. I'm changing Buffalo minus thirteen to Buffalo plus thirteen. I. Uh, I looked at the splits and uh, and the public is just betting Buffalo like crazy. So I'm going to go to the other side and bet Miami. I'm just going to take the plus. I'm going to take the plus 13 for the pod and I'm going to uh, I'm going to wait till the game starts. Maybe get a better number, but uh, I'm switching my pick for the pod plus 13 Miami instead of Buffalo minus 13. No, that's that's fine. Um, you know what's interesting? Every every game this this week, um, or sorry, every um. 
every game this week, the teams have actually played each other and matched up. Division, division, division. Two weeks ago, first every, week of the every season, team, third week. Yeah, yeah. Every, every team has played each other so far. I just think that's uh, it's pretty interesting that it's worked out that way. Typically, we have games where they've matched up like two years back, three years back, whatever it may be, but it's gonna it's gonna be a good week. I think it's gonna be a good week, fun week. Speaking of of next uh, of, of next of next season, uh, just think looking at the props, uh, Atlanta comes to Detroit next year. That'll be a great game. Whether I tell I'll tell you what, whether it's Thanksgiving or not, we are definitely gonna have to get tickets for that game. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I, I don't think it'll be Thanksgiving. I don't think they would. They would put that in prime time, but absolutely. It, Atlanta uh, did go to Detroit one year for Thanksgiving. I do remember that. It was they did. years and years ago when I decided to skip class and go to my friend's house and watch. <laughs> I think I think that was that was you know Atlanta was a lot better back then. No, I, mean, I know, but I, it could I have been Michael Vick, wasn't it? Like that that long back, or might have been. I don't know if I I don't remember if you were. I don't think you were at that game. Watching it at our at our at our mutual friend's house. What were you? I might have. No, the the one I remember was uh, the one I like vividly remember was uh, Tennessee. That's that's the game I remember, and it was mm. like I think it was like forty four to ten or something like that. The Lions got absolutely destroyed. Oh, that was that was the year Mariah Carey was on the field. I think so. I think so. <laughs> yeah, that, I I do remember that. That was. I think it was also the first year they did uh, Sunday Night Football. Or, sorry, Thursday Night Football for Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah, and I think it was New Orleans. and uh, No, it was not New Orleans and Atlanta. I don't remember who that was that was no. on there. It was someone in Baltimore. It was someone in Baltimore, I think. Pittsburgh might have been. It could have been yeah. Pittsburgh, yeah. But I, I do right. remember that. Enough reminiscing. You won the regular season, so I'll let you uh, recap your picks and your best bets. Okay, so we got uh, we got Seattle to cover, we got the Chargers to cover, Bills to cover, Minnesota to cover, Dallas to cover, and we are adding Cincinnati uh, to cover. And then our um, overs, we have Miami and Buffalo, Baltimore and Cincinnati, and Tampa and Dallas. Okay, uh, Seattle plus nine and a half, Jacksonville plus two. Miami plus 13, Giants plus three, Baltimore plus eight and a half, Dallas minus two and a half, Seattle San Fran under 42 and a half, LA Chargers Jacksonville over 47 and a half, uh, Miami Buffalo over 43 and a half, New York Giants Minnesota under 48, Baltimore Cincinnati under 40 and a half, and Dallas and Tampa under 45 and a half. Is there any... I'm just trying to give you a, an option for a, a tenth pick. Is there any players that you'd like to see score a touchdown, any time touchdown? So this, this doesn't have to be first touchdown, but is there any players in any of the six games that you you want to see what the odds are for you know uh, any time touchdown? I'll throw one in. I'll I'll throw one in. Um, and we'll we'll go with uh, with Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs, anytime touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what we'll that's what we'll go with, and we'll put that down. Whatever the odds are. Uh oh, is he on the list? Let me see. Where are you? Uh, basically, uh, you're getting plus odds. So, Stefan Diggs. 
um, plus one ten. So you're getting you're getting plus money there. That's 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 the one that I would take. I think that's going to be that's going to happen for sure. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll put that down. Interesting. Now you got me thinking of player props, but I won't put it on the pot. I'm just looking. Okay, everybody, enjoy the wildcard weekend. We'll be back for a division round weekend, uh, probably towards the end of the week next week, or middle of the week. Um, uh, rate, review, subscribe, and uh, enjoy the games. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, enjoy the games. Bet uh, responsibly. And uh, enjoy some uh, good football. We got a uh, couple weeks left and uh it's just gonna keep getting better